Hey guys and welcome to episode 7 of Sober TV and the Sober Podcast. So today I'm going to answer the question about do you tell people about your sobriety? So I know that it, it can be challenging, especially when you can come up against resistance, especially if the people that you know and love, most of the people you know and love, drink. And so it can feel like such a big deal to make this grand announcement, which can bring up a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear because you feel like once you say it, once it's out there, then it needs to happen. But what if you looked at it in a different way? What if you looked at it like, well, first of all, this is my journey. This is my life. This is my choice, my health, my finances, my relationships. This is the choice I'm making for myself. Because the key here, and it's really important, is to sell it to yourself first before you even try to sell it to anyone else. Now, in saying that, it is important to have a good support network. Like that's one of the key things. You, you can do it alone. I did it alone, um, but I also have the tools in my tool belt that I can help you with to do that. But it's also awesome to have a really good, solid community of people around you. Now, that can be someone you trust. And if you feel like you're gonna come up against any doubt, all you need to say is, I really wanna do this, all I'm asking is for your support. And then leave it at that. And so if you feel better telling a couple of people so that they've got your back, so in social situations, you know, they, they can back you up in those situations, then you feel supported and it's huge. Like it is huge. People say, you know, you don't need anyone's opinion or validation and da 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 da. But it really, it's a load of crap. Like we're social creatures and other people's approval and validation are some of our biggest drivers. I mean, they say that most people are more scared of speaking in public than they are of death, really. And so it all, a lot of it comes down to that need for validation and approval. And you can do that in a healthy way. Uh, you can also do it in a very unhealthy way. And if you think about your drinking, think about I am doing that in a very unhealthy way. Like the, the need for validation and approval is keeping me stuck in this drinking cycle. Like I'm so scared of stepping outside of that because of what people will say or feeling socially outcast or like a social leper or being antagonized or conflict or whatever things could happen over here. And so we stay stuck in this drinking cycle. And so when you've got a couple of people who've got their metaphorical hand out to pull you up, then it's going to be a lot easier. So community is so important. And if you haven't joined the Sober Tribe group on Facebook, then I highly recommend you do because then you start building that support system of people who are like-minded going through a very similar journey to you. But then there's also those people in your immediate uh, family, friends circle that if you pick the right people to support you, then you're going to do a lot better. And there are going to be some people that will tear you down, give you a hard time. So there's always going to be these people that love you, but they test you because they want you to fail so that they feel a little bit better about their own drinking. Of course, right? So three things that you can do 
is number one is just embedding yourself that this is your journey, your choice, your decision, your life, your health. Okay, this is all you, and you don't owe anybody any explanation or any justification or anything. You don't owe them you drinking so that they can feel better about themselves. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Number two is it really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you tell. Like I found that if I made that grandiose claim, I'm quitting drinking, and then there was all this pressure that I now have put on myself to do that, which created a lot more anxiety and I'd fall back in the cycle. It's like when we go on these big health kicks, you know, you go, you go and buy all the clothes and then you start pounding yourself at the gym and then you fill up your fridge with lettuce and you're doing all the things and then you tell the whole world that this is what you're doing. I'm on a health kick, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And now suddenly you've put all this pressure on yourself to perform now it can work for people okay so that doing that can hold people accountable so you've got to find which type which which lane you're in are you the person that can make those big announcements and then you put pressure and then you feel that pressure and you use it to motivate you or are you that person that makes these big grandiose claims and then you fall down two weeks later okay so if you are in this camp I highly recommend you just keep it to yourself and maybe a couple of close people. That way there's no pressure from the external world and you don't feel silly if you falter, okay? Because this is a journey. This is a path that you're choosing to be on and a transition in your life. And so if you're adding other people's pressure and comments and negativity or whatever to it, then that, that can chip away at you. So figure out which camp you're in and then either do it because you know that it's going to motivate you to actually front up and do it or don't. And the other one is it's really important to sell it to yourself. That's more important than anything. You don't have to sell it to anybody else. You've got to sell it to yourself because then that changes your energy. When you become so strong in your convictions and like some of my closest friends were the ones that were challenging me on it and usually it, it is. Um, but I had to be firm and I had to be quite assertive with people and, and quite emphatic about this is what I'm doing. But because I'd already sold it to myself and I was really strong in, yes, this is what I'm doing. I'd had many attempts before, sometimes gone three, six months without drinking and then fall back into it. But this time I was just done, 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 done. And I, I, I was so strong in that decision that no one could falter me. And yes, I have had those moments of feeling triggered and feeling like a drink, but I realized that, that when I had those feelings, it was more about the nostalgia than the, the, the liquid. That's all it was. I was trying to create a, a, or wanting to create a memory and getting a bit of FOMO. And so I was able to recognize that, compartmentalize and go, no, this isn't about me wanting the liquid. This is about me thinking what of what this liquid represents around this experience and so if i take the liquid away i can still i'm still having this experience i'm still here i'm still doing this with these people and having this great time but i'm gonna feel great tomorrow and so it's it's just that process that you're going through right now of deciding what's best for you and that that's all that matters that's all that matters so i will see you tomorrow